Blog Talk Radio. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. The child was born to sit still. Eighty-six years later with no regret. You know that man can't sit still yet. The Great Depression couldn't get him down. For his dad's store in town Collecting money in small amounts Four whites and blacks in the furniture account That's Kennedy Wants us all to be free That's Kennedy to be free As he collect, he talk to folks Hear legends, tales, songs and jokes Now this fine treasure he records right He was colorblind Black and white Writer's Project for the WPA Sora Neil Hurston, he earned his pay the Crackers and Blacks, they talked for hours It was a barefoot history in this land of flowers The week that was from WBRN Radio and on the Boston Red Network. The date of this uh, program is the 19th of January, 2019. And as we normally do here, we remember the work of Stetson Kennedy, the Stetson Kennedy Foundation, uh, down uh, by uh, Jacksonville, uh, Florida. We play that particular theme. We also remember uh, Jerry Pippen, who died in 2015, our broadcast uh, partner from the very red state, of Oklahoma, and we broadcast the Jerry Pippen broadcast pool. So getting those things out of the way, over the weekend we have a schedule. We'll have uh, This Week in Economics from our Numbers Man uh, division of the Boston Red Network. We'll be talking uh, macroeconomics, where the economy is going, what is happening uh, with the shutdown, the tariffs, etc. And during the week we did a little seg. Uh, a little segment, I should say, on uh, actually it was a program on the agricultural economy. We'll uh, redo uh, some of that because people need to understand where agriculture is and where the uh, rural community in this time of peril. The latest on the shutdown, or later today, DJ Trump will make an address, I suppose, or announce something from the White House, or the parking lot, who knows where he'll be. A, on the uh, latest on the shutdown, the latest we have is that uh, there are no no, no uh, new negotiations at this time. We'll see what he has. There's almost a million workers uh, furloughed. We'll do uh, some reporting on that. There is a teacher strike in Los Angeles. That's the second largest uh, school district in the uh, country, at least uh, there in Los Angeles, the unified school district. Also, the uh, other school district, the opposite uh, to uh, uh, that school district, uh, 
which is called the charter schools. Uh, we've talked a little about the charter schools here. We do not favor charter schools because they siphon off much-needed money from the public uh, school system. So those are something resting. And we also will have on Sunday special programming for Dr. King's uh, birthday. He would have been, in, uh, his birthday is actually, but the official birthday on Monday. This is King Day weekend. A lot of special events coast to coast from uh, West Virginia uh, to uh, Los Angeles uh, to Philadelphia and points in between. Uh, states and cities will have all types of special programs. The National Action Network has a Dr. King a breakfast in uh, Washington and uh, various other functionaries. They have events in uh, Chicago also and they will be uh, thinking about uh, LaCoy uh, McDonald who was brutally murdered uh, by a Chicago policeman, shot 16 or 17 times. The uh, copper was uh, sentenced on a Friday to a little over six years for second-degree murder. It is a miscarriage of justice, uh, no doubt about that, and it shows the vicious, vicious uh, racism within uh, Chicago. It was a Cook County judge that uh, gave the sentence, and that is where the people of Chicago have to uh, work is in the uh, Cook County uh, Circuit. I can remember the Cook County Circuit having appeared uh, there uh, more than one time. Anyway, nonetheless, there's not any improvement in that particular circuit. There is a uh, race uh, for mayor in Chicago coming up in uh, February. We'll be talking with Emma Young. I put in a call to Emma. Emma was busy last night, so we'll get to Emma and uh, get her take on uh, what happened to Mr. Uh, McDonald and also the uh, mayoral race. There are several uh, candidates there, and I understand uh, Emma is supporting one. Don't recall who the candidate was. And the uh, police uh, head that was uh, McCarthy that was ousted because of what happened with uh, Mr. Uh, McDonald. Uh, is also running for mayor on a right-wing platform. We need to be very, very cognizant of what is going on. We have Uncle Carl here uh, to uh, talk about the latest. We'll have his spin. He's writing, as usual, in the Wall Street Journal. Some people ask me why we have Uncle Carl. Well, we want to give uh, both sides, and we can also give commentary on Uncle Carl's uh, commentary. Uh, and If he has anything correct, we point that out, and obviously the rest of it is there. So those are some of the things that's going on, and we'll have our normal reports uh, from the Public News Service, uh, from uh, the Washington Post, and uh, various other uh, in-between. We'll also uh, look at uh, college hoops, college basketball, and we won't have as many scores as we did last night, the NBA and uh, the National Hockey League. We're boycotting the NFL. A lot of machinations going there with African-American coaches. But firstly, we'll go to the Women's March. We have their website here and just want you to listen to uh, what is going on tomorrow. It's national and it's in D.C. Here we go. Our future. I know you don't completely understand what's happening right now. But you can feel that something is deeply wrong in America. I know that's scary. And sometimes I'm scared too. But that's why I want to tell you about the women in our family. Because they are the strongest people I know. 
past few years have been tough. Powerful men who think they can do whatever they want. They laughed at us, thought they had us beat. But the women in our family, we marched. We took to the streets, and five million of us raised our voices. I hope you remember that day as one of the proudest moments of my life. And we didn't just march. We organized. We claimed our time. Held firm on every important issue facing this country. Supported every ally doing what's right. The women in our family, we won't be silenced. And when the men in power saw that we were starting to change things, they panicked. They tried to scare us. But their time was up. The women in our family are a part of a movement that's sending shockwaves through every campus, office, every chamber in America. So that hopefully you will never have to face what we did. The women in our family, we rise like the water, high enough, strong enough to break down every single wall put in our way. And we will not quit until we wash away the old world that tried to keep us down. So, don't be scared. I'll always be here for you. And so will the millions of women I've met fighting. We're family now. And more will join us. Because the work is only beginning. The Women's March, that will be, they call it, the Women's Wave is Coming. That will be the National March will be in Washington, D.C. And there will be many, many marches uh, around the uh, nation as uh, they uh, move on with women and from everywhere, from Illinois on. We're going to see that. And uh, you just get the national team here. We'll uh, put a... Uh, We'll put a link to this. Uh, Tamika uh, Mallory. She is the co-president and a board member. She used to be at the National Action Center under uh, the Reverend Dr. Uh, Al Sharpton. And uh, Ms. Brand here, she's another co-president. And Carmen Perez, she's a board president. Of course, our own uh, Linda Lassure, a Palestinian, she is on the board. And uh, Beanna Butler is also on the uh, board uh, there. And then there are people that are on the national uh, team. Uh, Kim Russell, we can't name everyone, obviously, here. Rachel uh, Deliri is one of those people. Cassidy uh uh, Finlay uh, is another one there, and Avery uh, Jones. So we're looking at some other people, the alternative people here, Ted Jackson, uh, Bradley uh, Williams, uh, and uh, many, many others are part of this uh, team of the uh, women's uh, 
March. And let's look at their uh, press uh, room here very, very quickly. And we'll have this link on our programming. So fear not uh, there. But uh, the recent press releases, this is released on the 18th. Women's March puts its power to work with women's agenda platform of uh, politics. And uh, we are on the 19th. So let me just look at the latest release here. In Washington, D.C., a women's agenda. Over the course of two years, the Women's March has steadily built its power, organizing uh, large-scale uh, marches, mobilizing in 2018 and 2017, fully uh, fraudling, uh, fighting uh, back against the uh, nomination of uh, Brett Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, power to the polls in the November midterm election, and we all know what that record was. Now with a record-breaking number of women in the Congress and an integrated network of grassroots uh, advocates, policy experts, women leaders, the Women March is uh, welding its uh, power, uh, influence uh, federal policy, and uh, bringing a change for those who need it the most. The Women's Agenda lays out the uh, priorities of the organization for the next two years and serves as a roadmap for the work ahead. The platforms in, uh, includes passing the Equal Rights Amendment, remember working on that, universal health care, Medicare for all, investing in independent living and uh, autonomy for women with disabilities, expanding the Violence Against we, uh, uh, Women's Act to include Aboriginal and Native American uh, women, democracy reforms that include voting rights campaigns, finance reforms, decriminalization of sex work, Something that's went in the EU for a very long time. Passing uh, the Equality Act, uh, reducing uh, racial health uh, disparities in uh, maternal health, and uh, repealing the Hyde Amendment. That was old Henry Hyde, who I think is still in jail. Uh, the full agenda can be found here. You can go to it later. The uh, women's agenda was created with an impact of... Uh, of uh, over uh, 50 women uh, from diverse communities who work on different issues and represent a unified declaration of what the women's movement wants to see in uh, 2019 and beyond. That's from Carmen uh, Perez Jordan of the women's movement. It is the uh, first intersectional uh, feminist uh, federal uh, policy platform to cover so many issues. It is a it is a national. Uh, Evolution from the uh, 2017 Unity Principles, which uh, were created by uh, 24 women uh, movement leaders. The 2019 Women March, uh, happening tomorrow, uh, Saturday, today, actually later today, we'll cover this incidentally, uh, will uh, be a mass mobilization, our women's wave, to commemorate the 2017 March and demand concrete uh, policy changes listed in the agenda. More than uh, 300 sister marches are taking place all over this uh, country with dozens scheduled around the globe. Dozens of march leaders and policy experts are convened by the Women's March, crafted a vision of a new uh, federal policy uh, for the women's movement remain engaged in implementation over the next uh, two years. So these are the principles. This is what they want to do. They will be in uh, Washington, D.C. They will be outside of Chicago, and there's been interference uh, from various uh, groups that are sponsored uh, by the corporate media machine. These groups have tried to do what they actually can do to sabotage the march and putting uh, 
Tamika Mallory as a focal uh, point there in her relationship with the Honorable uh, Louis Farrakhan, which has been known that she's been uh, related with the Nation of Islam since her uh, son was killed in the 80s, so that's a long relationship, and when she was at the National Action Center as a principal there under uh, Dr. Sharpton, the national leader. So that is something that's firm, and also uh, the situation with our sister, uh, Ms. Salur uh, uh, there, uh, and the uh, Palestinian that's on the board, and with Carmen uh, Perez. This is picking the movement uh, where they can, trying to pick it apart. There are groups of people out there that would like to go back uh, to the 1990s, when the uh, Democrats uh, brought forward Wild Bill Clinton, a so-called centrist Democrat that uh, deregulated the banks, got rid of the uh, of Gastille, and at the same time uh, he destroyed the social uh, safety net, put more uh, male African Americans in jail than uh, that were in slavery. And that's the rhetorical there. I don't have the actual number right before me, but that was what you got and trying to recreate these characters uh, and convince you to make your selection based upon something that's really not selectable. We go back to the uh, comments of the late uh, Malcolm X about the African. The African in the South at that time could not vote, and we'll extend that now to voter suppression, in uh, particularly in Georgia and in uh, Florida, and in Pennsylvania, and in Ohio, and in uh, Wisconsin on the boss walker who fortunately got retired. But these are some of the things that that we see that we uh, fight against. And at the same time, in New York, African Americans and any progressive could not vote for Bernie Sanders. Why? Because only a person that is registered in the Democratic Party could vote there. That needs to be eliminated and open up those primaries, as they are in some states where anyone can uh, can vote. Mail-in ballots, we have those in Oregon, in California. What we don't like, however, in California, well, actually are two things. Uh, one is in this uh, non-party uh, jungle-type uh, election that they have. In other words, their election for governor, they were not designated parties. We believe the parties should be designated. And also ranked choice, they have that in San Francisco, in Oakland, California, as the uh, leader, uh, Jesse Jackson, out of Chicago, so eloquently says that's discriminatory against African Americans. So there's some things that we have to deal with. And one thing people obviously can be assured of, this group here, that progressives will back the Women's March. African Americans, the followers of O.J. Simpson, will back the Women's March. You can take that to the bank. And as far as the selection process, in these various caucuses across Iowa, into South Carolina, New Hampshire, and primaries uh, here and primaries there. No matter whom they try to keep out, if they try to keep Bernie out, if they try to keep Liz Warren out, and all the progressives out, we will, as uh, Jesse Jackson say, uh, set high and look low. That was actually Reverend Moss, but anyway, uh, in Cleveland, uh, we'll look at this and we'll evaluate this just as uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez made an evaluation and upset the racist uh, machinations of CBS News to not have any African Americans in their quote-unquote 
primary coverage. What's very important is how the uh, news is presented, whether it be on uh, CNN, on MSNBC, Fox News, etc., where people that have a substantial, this is not 1962, but people that have a substantial interest and substantial numbers in the voting process and let no one be fooled. In states like Florida, African Americans that follow O.J. Simpson have a, a uh, significant presence. We're able to run a governor and almost won. In uh, Georgia, a significant presence there. And we're not going to let anybody bamboozle us into thinking we don't have one. And they can put all these uh, Twitter King, Bookers, and these other uh, flim-flam artists out there they want. Forget it. You have to separate out the progressive movement, the movement of African Americans, etc., from some of these politicians running around here trying to sell themselves out and sell out the people. That has to stop. So this agenda that is put forward at the Women's March, we endorse it 100%. Now let's roll on here. you got the Washington Post here. Democrats and activists have punished Trump with a new strategy of just simply ignoring him. Uh, some people have talked about that. Elizabeth Warren, uh, once one of uh, D.J. Trump's biggest antagonisms on Twitter, is engaging the, uh, isn't engaging the president these days. And even uh, after he went after her uh, when uh, she and her husband were having a beer, Trump didn't come up in the uh, Golden uh, Globes Award uh, departure from two years ago. Many people have suggested you take him out of the news circle and you put Trump out of business. Trump, who recently uh, pinned about being alone at the White House, is lately finding himself in a position that he has rarely been in over the years ignored. That's why he's running now to Kim Jong-un so that the world will see him as he having a little summit. Uh, D.J. Trump, who recently... Oops. His uh, political... uh, Catch has been uh, driving and, and on uh, rearing uh, ability to goad other people into fights that benefit him. Well, that's the old thing. Carl Rove was the master of that one. So what's happening when instead he is uh, met with something of a snag? The new uh, silent treatment uh, limits Trump's ability to dictate national coverage and the frame of the day. They should have been doing this a long time ago. Any decent uh, political consultant that has put together a uh, decent campaign, even if that consultant just got out of a college or high school, understands one thing. Don't let the opposition uh, frame your candidate or frame your cause. Now, some of you can't uh, uh, get away from. And this is what's happening with the uh, Women's March. The uh, Monopoly media has tried to frame it. Various other characters on the scene have tried to frame it. But they're in a new deal. The style of treatment limits his ability to dictate coverage. The former Secretary uh, Julian Castro, Julian Castro, he's out of San Antonio, Texas, announced over the weekend Trump uh, only mentioned him in passing. Uh, Karma Harris, she is a senator from California doing a book tour that uh, served up as a warm-up for likely campaign. Rarely uh, mentions old DJ Trump. Trump has spent much of his uh, presidency as an inescapable Excuse me, as an inescapable president, uh, a president. Excuse me, at uh, football games. That's one reason he drummed up the uh, kneeling. Well, people aren't uh, kneeling uh, now out there. Uh, Trump's uh, main activity 
uh, from the time when he joined his uh, father's uh, country, uh, company as a young man until he became president was attracting attention. That is from uh, Michael uh, D'Antonio. He is a Trump biographer and author of the book, The Truth About Trump. Well, they, now they've got uh, Trump's uh, number, and now they're starting to exercise it uh, with more preciseness. And this is what happens over time, and it's starting uh, to happen. That has always been the old treatment. You don't mention the opponent and hope that. But with Trump, it was a different situation. Trump himself took the spotlight. The Normally, the old stratagem is if you are ahead of the incumbent, you don't uh, mention your opposition. But the job of the opposition is to dig up enough dirt where it comes in that way. Only 11% of the Democrats said during the final months of the national election mentioned D.J. Trump because D.J. old D.J. had nationalized the election, and they would have none of that. The most aggressive anti-Trump candidate, now now we remember, the attorney Michael uh, Advanti, Advanti, excuse me, an activist, uh, Tom uh, Sayer who is spending millions advocating for the uh, impeachment decided against running. Well, the attorney, Michael uh, Avanti, would have uh, stirred up Iowa. Tom Steyer, S-T-E-Y-R, would have done very little. I'm not afraid of him, and I'm afraid of his uh, nasty language or his name-calling. That's from Kristen uh, Gillibrand. She's uh, from upstate New York, said in uh, in an interview. And she possibly will be at the Women's March. We don't know. Some of the others are running away like hotcakes on Boston Street. Anyway, uh, Democrats should not overlearn the lessons of 2018. That is uh, from uh, Goff Guerin, a Democratic poster who argues that uh, some level of combat with uh, Trump is necessary. Well, we'd agree there. The the, uh, midterms were about uh, defeating Republican candidates, and 2020 will be, of course, about defeating uh, Trump. Well, one thing to remember, what should do is Trump himself will frame that narrative. It's the same thing with the impeachment narrative. Uh, Trump himself will frame that. You don't need to spend your uh, time out there. Uh, Censure, uh, again here, I uh, don't even pay attention to the president anymore. I focus on what we need to be done. That is uh, Ms. Censure, the uh, Palestinian that's on the board of uh, Linda Censure. Let me get it right there. Uh, I don't uh, go down into the rabbit hole of distraction. I don't care whether he orders hamburgers with people in the White House and uh, whatever stunt he has there anyway. And uh, someone else here, uh, Anthony Agmanchian, a comedian who became uh, known primarily for impersonating Trump on Comedy Central, hadn't seen uh show was canceled after uh, 23 episodes, so nobody wants to see D.J. Trump. D.J. Trump appears there in his lonesome decision stemmed, he said, uh, from a combination of networks, uh, skittishness over uh, overtly uh, political programming. We've seen some of that. And uh, the uh, Trump uh, fatigue amongst uh, viewers, comedians have struggled to strike the right balance. Well, good comedy is always out there. They should go and find uh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby would be very good at doing this. I think there's a general fear that making fun of him gives him oxygen. Well, no doubt about that. Trump himself uh, makes fun of himself, period.
This is an opinion uh, column here. Won't spend a lot of time on that. We got to get to Uncle Carl. The uh, shabbiest U.S. president ever is uh, inexpressibly a sad a specimen. This is uh, from George Will. Over half a uh, half a quarter of the way through his uh, interesting experiment with uh, incessantly um, spermatic uh, president, uh, much of the nation has become accustomed to daily mortifications. Uh, our uh, has uh, lost its uh, capacity for embarrassment, and whichever is worse in the country, uh, if the country's condition. Uh, is uh, calibrated simply by economic data, and if uh, what is the U.S. Uh, is uh, nothing but an economy, then the State of the Union is good, except that after two years of unified government under a party that uh, formerly claimed to care about fiscal facts, of course they don't anymore. Uh, and let's see, $1 trillion deficit, he talks about deficit. A few people talk about deficit, but you can forget about it. The president has kept his promise not to address unsustainable uh, trajectory of entitlement programs uh, about uh, the uh, coming uh, unpleasant reckoning. He says, yep, but uh, I won't be here. So, in other words, it doesn't really matter there. Uh, there is uh, no longer a nuclear threat from uh, North Korea. Dislike of, uh, of him should uh, be uh, tempered by uh, this consideration. He is uh, an almost uh, inexpressible uh, is almost inexpressible, sad specimen. This is from George Will. Anyway, let me finish this up. I would be electorate is bored with a menu of uh, faintly uh, variants of serving uh, boredomism or the 22nd Amendment will end or uh, the shabbiest, not our first shabby president as Mark Twain and uh, the uh, novelist uh, William Dean Howard uh, stepped outside together one morning in a downpour and began. Howard said, Did you think it will stop? Uh, Twain replied, It's always has. <laughs> he was talking about that. Let me uh, find uh, Carl Rove here. He is. Uncle Carl is writing in the Wall Street Journal on the 17th of January 2019 to shut down the next election. The uh, government uh, shutdown, uh, well into its fourth week, Republicans and Democrats are uh, nearly focused on uh, predicating uh, their base. They uh, need to think uh, bigger to uh, make this uh, his uh, court supporters happy. Trump says he'll keep nine federal departments closed until Congress approves his $5.7 billion for his little wall to keep the Democratic uh, base, excuse me, Rebbed uh, the speaker, uh, Nancy Pelosi says uh, she'll uh, give the president Norvell and uh, a dollar for his signature promise. And uh, Chuck Schumer seconds that. In the past, all three have shown a flexibility on this issue. Trump has settled for far less funding in the wall in 17 and 18. He got uh, 1.6 billion. That's not shabby each year. And uh, long ago, abandoned the notion of a uh, wall spanning. Uh, 1,954 uh, miles, we call it 2,000 miles, for their part, uh, Malo- uh, Pelosi and uh, Schumer supported uh, President Obama's construction of a wall. They've had a wall going around for a long time, and of those three, Trump is open to a deal through his, uh, though his team words compromising uh, could irritate his base. Pelosi and Schumer, however, are 
mimicking uh, Ulysses S. Grant's message to the Confederacy at Fort Donaldson in uh, February of 1862. No terms except an unconditional immediate uh, surrender. Grant was right about that. Grant knew what he was doing. Focused so intensely on this shutdown, both parties risk uh, forgetting what this fight is about. The next presidential election, neither party can win uh, that contest relying on its base alone. Uncle Carl knows that. They all know that. They've got all kinds of schemes. Considering how each uh, party's base is likely to be, for Trump, the uh, January 15th Quinnipiac poll showed that 41% of the American people uh, approve his job, 33% uh, strongly approve. That's his core. And December 17th, a Fox poll had uh, 38% said they would vote to reelect him. Averaging these numbers suggests the president's hardcore supporters, number close to about 30, 37%. The late great Jerry Pippen used to talk about that. And more about the 41 or so percent, 43, 44%, but you got to get the other 6%. Uh, in the exit poll, said they approve of Trump personally and had voted for him. Uh, this is insufficient for victory. Unfortunately, the president's, uh, for the president, 6% of the voters cast ballots for him, even though they disapproved of him and thought he was not qualified. Democrats uh, appear to have an easier path in 2020. After all, 55% of Fox uh, news people surveyed said they plan to vote for an unnamed arrival uh, to Trump. But that underestimates the size of the Democratic base, which is likely to lie between uh, the magic number of 43%, a CNN poll who wants uh, Trump's impeached about 50%. Um, that, that number is an elusive number. Even these numbers vibrate as support for impeachment among independents. And as we look at that, it drops from 48% last September to uh, 38% in, 36% in December. Amongst young voters, uh, younger than 45, support has declined uh, from 53 to 45. I wonder about that number. Still, Democrats have the edge at the base is between uh, 53, uh, 43 and 53, as opposed to Trump's between 33 and 41. I wouldn't doubt on that. Uh, I wouldn't bet on that, I should say. Before they start popping corks, however, the Democrats should uh, remember 43 uh, wanted to uh, re-elect President Barack Obama uh, following the uh, midterm. And we do remember that and remember it. Uh, but Barack Obama was a different type of candidate. We were coming out of a depression. And although the corporate media, the Republican Party, did everything they could to sabotage the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, as as Jerry Pippen used to say, as people got accustomed to Obamacare, the Affordable Care Act, they liked it. And that has happened. Republicans have been running around on the economic field chanting that uh, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act would destroy the health care system, uh, the health care part of the economy. That's a substantial part. It did not. It actually, health care is a much larger and much more vibrant economy today than it was on the day that President Obama signed the Affordable Care Act. That is a fact. And this is what the Democrats have to look to is facts. And hopefully today, uh, as we march across this great country, from Washington, D.C. to Seattle, Washington, down to Portland, Oregon, to uh, Los Angeles, over to uh, Almagado, uh, New, New Mexico, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Oklahoma City, Little Rock, Arkansas, 
Jackson, Mississippi, Orlando, Florida, naming some of these people uh, in uh, Selma, Alabama, uh, Milwaukee, towns around uh, Chicago, unfortunately not in Chicago. The political act needs to get together and cement it in Chicago. We've seen that with Laquan McDonald and that verdict there. A lot of work needs to be done in Chicago. Too much styling and profiling and no basic organization in the community has suffered and really suffered via these so-called mega-ministers in Chicago that backed Emmanuel. And Emmanuel has basically decentralized and destroyed uh, African-American voting power in uh, Chicago. Those some things have to be looked at. The uh, progressives need to uh, rebuild the Democratic Party in Ohio. That needs to be done today. The grassroots efforts in Ohio, in Iowa. So this theme goes on and on. Let's go to the sports now. And ESPN. And we'll do a college... Uh, Ball first here. Hopefully we'll get everyone in. Eastern of Michigan, and we're at Buffalo. With Buffalo 77 to a 65. Maryland was at Ohio State. Maryland 75 to 61. Xavier at Villanova. Villanova 85 to 75. Marcus, uh, they are the polling people in Iowa. Iowa 90 to uh, 77. Northwestern in Rutgers. Our former music director, L.A. Bill Graham, of uh, alma mater, 65 to uh, 57, and St. Joseph's and uh, St. Louis, St. Louis, 68 to 57, and Ohio and Toledo. Toledo has always been a basketball, a powerhouse, 75 uh, to uh, 52. Let's go on uh, to the real deal, the uh, NBA from last night. The Grizzlies were in Boston, the Celtics 122-116. to We like that score. The Heat were in the Motor City. Pistons are 98-93. to The Nets were at the Magic. Magic. Uh, the Nets, 117 of Jersey to 115. Can't get any closer than that. The Spurs were in OKC. Spurs pulled that one out, 116-113. to Glad to get out of town, no doubt. The Cavaliers and uh, Jets. It was the, uh, excuse me, and the Jazz in the wrong league. Uh, the Jazz won 15-99. The Warriors and Clippers down in Los Angeles. It was the Warriors 112-294. Mr. Curry was just too much. The Pelicans and uh, Trailblazers out in Portland. It was uh, 128 for the uh, Trailblazers and 112 for Portland. On to the National Hockey League. Well, let's do on the Monday morning quarterback, get to the Australian Open. The uh, Maple Leafs and uh, Pampas, Pampas 3-1. to one. The Canadians and uh, Blue Jackets, it was Canadians 4-1. to one. The Islanders and the Capitals, the Islanders shut out the Capitals to zip. The Senators and Hurricanes, it was 4-1 to one Senators over the Hurricanes. The Red Wings and uh, Flames, uh, Flames 6-4. to four. Our uh, Pelicans in overtime, uh, three to two over the Coyotes, and finally the Sabers and Canucks. It was Canucks uh, four to three. And let me just very, very uh, quickly here. The Australian Open goes on. Uh, we have S. Hiplip, whomever that is. Oh, that must be in the. Uh, 
the women's, I guess. Yeah, with Venus Williams, okay, of USA. And we have a uh, Zavonia, 6'6 um, six, six to 6'3. I guess I should give a Wait a minute, excuse me. 6'6'6, six, 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 that's uh, Zavonia. And Boat was 3'3'2. Three, three, and Hopler, uh, Hoplip was 6'6. Uh, six, six, uh, and Venus Williams. 3-2 uh, in that match. So more from the Australian Open here is going on right now. It's uh, Paluli, 7-6, uh, 7-4, as in the third set, and it doesn't get any easier. Uh, Poppering, 6-3, uh, 6-4 is actually behind there. And in the second set, uh, we have uh, Gorgitti, 4-4, four, four, and Pekova, uh, 6-3. And we do have a final here, uh, Korek, and I won't try to pronounce the uh, last name of the other person, 2-6-6-6. Six, six, six. And another final here, um, Gogera, 7-3-6. Uh, that is the Australian Open, and where we are in the Australian Open, we apologize for mispronouncing uh, some names, but we did the best uh, we could. And uh, We see Virginia here and Duke over the weekend, uh, predictions on it. That will be tonight at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern uh, time. Well, I haven't watched Virginia and haven't watched Duke in a long time. Nonetheless, this will uh, do it uh, for us uh, on the... Uh, Week that was on Saturday morning on the 19th of January, 2018. Try to get out to the Women's March if you're around D.C. Otherwise, you have New York, Los Angeles. You have over 300 cities uh, to go to, and some will be worldwide. We will do uh, some coverage of that march uh, later uh, today on uh, many of our uh, usual outlets, adding outlets as we move along. You can check our RSS feed out and I also um, found uh, the Boston Red Times. Don't forget about it. I'm trying to find this um, new uh, network uh, we are on. Um, and I, it's like sometimes things you can't. Oh, Radio Line is the name of the uh, network. You can look that up. We are there. And they are uh, 60,000 strong. Um, you, they're in uh, France, they're in uh, Britain, uh, they're in, uh, looks like Ireland here, and uh, various other spots along uh, the uh, the way. You can look them up. I had forgotten about them, and I uh, looked them up and found that we, we were actually uh, there, uh, and many more uh, networks there, they're in, uh, they're in Asia, they're in Africa, they're in Europe. They're in North America, Oceania, I didn't know that, and uh, South America uh, there. I'm not sure in Oceania where they are, but, oh, uh, well, okay. Oh, I see what you're doing.